I've been in business for 13 plus years now. I've run two online businesses over that decade and a half. I have learned a lot. I have made a lot of mistakes. I've seen trends come and trends go. But the great thing about time is that it gives you an opportunity to form your beliefs, uh, form your opinions on what really is true. And so I have come to find out that there are a few things that I believe about online business that are not very popular. In fact, they are so unpopular that I get made fun of, I get criticized for, or people just give me that glazed over look in their eyes. They're just totally confused. And as I have been compared to other online business gurus, I'm realizing we have totally different worldviews, totally different ways of going about things. And that's fine. You can pick and choose who you want to learn from, who your mentors are. But what I thought I would do in today's episode is share the three most unpopular opinions that I have on business based off of what I see people saying and the way they bristle and respond to this content. Put them all in one place in the hopes that you will at least hear them out and engage with them. My hope is not that you would believe me, but that you would choose to either agree with me or disagree and have your own reasons why. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 172 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Pumped to hang out with you today. Real quick announcement before we dive into the content. There are only a few days left to join my private community, my six-figure coaching community. This is one of my favorite groups of people. We have hundreds of online business owners in there like you. And inside of this private community, you get access to three things. You get private masterclass trainings that I drop, brand new trainings every single month. There are live coaching calls with me and my 6FC mentors, and there's also a vibrant community that you can interact with all the time, 24-7, a place to get feedback, share wins, share losses, get you know people to get eyes on your stuff, to just share ideas, share what's working. This is the place where it's all happening. So if you're already an online business owner and you want to scale to six figures and beyond, this is for you. If you're a beginner, you haven't even launched yet, this is not the place for you. But if you've made a few hundred bucks online and you need to get it up, this is the place for you. Doors close this Friday, August 19th. So check it all out at grahamcochran.com slash community. I'm linking to it below if you're watching on YouTube, grahamcochran.com slash community. This is an amazing group of like-minded business owners, but you got to check it out, see if it's a good fit for you before the doors close on Friday, August 19th, midnight Pacific, grahamcochran.com slash community. And this is only open twice a year, by the way. So if you've been kicking the tires and been hoping to join, like this is your time, come join us. It's going to be amazing back half of the year. Let's grow your business together. Okay. So let's just go through these opinions. I've got just three. These are like three uh, worldviews, thoughts, um, truth claims that I believe that I operate under. I'm going to throw them out at you, see if they stick or see if they repel you, and then we can discuss. And I would love your, I seriously would invite your feedback in a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. uh, And if you're listening on your favorite podcast app, just message me or email me or whatever. I'm fine. I would love to hear from you, but I really want you to engage, right? We can agree to disagree or we can agree. That's fine too. Don't get angry at me. If you disagree and have a different worldview, totally cool. Just share it below. All right. Unpopular opinion number one, working less is more impressive than making more money. 
Now that kind of sounds stupid if you have no context for it. Plenty of people who don't work at all and that they just sit on their mom's basement and play video games all day. That's not impressive. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. But you and I know what we're talking about. We're both online business owners, or at least I assume you are. And we have a choice every single day when we go into our business. Do we want to make more money? Probably. That's what part of this show is all about, right? Help you grow your online business. But at all costs, no. At the cost of more of your time, no, nah, not really. I think anybody can learn how to make money online. It's actually not that hard. And I don't mean to minimize anything you're going through. Trust me, I was on food stamps for 18 months when I started my online business. I worked almost full-time for a year and made $7,000 in my online business in my first year. That's pretty sad, okay? It's pretty sad. Um, but it's, it's not hard to figure out, okay? You don't need a college degree. It's not a lot of math. You don't need a team. You don't need any, any money. I started with $50 with my online business. It's easier than ever today. You don't need to know any coding. Like it's not hard. It's just kind of stumbling onto the right idea, the right offer and, and putting in a few tried and true things that anybody can teach you online. I'm not the only person that can teach you this. So it's not hard. Anybody can make money online. What's impressive to me, this is my opinion, my show, just saying, what's impressive to me is when someone can make money online without having to spend many hours in exchange for that money. That's impressive, right? When I see someone making six figures, but they don't even have to check into the office weeks at a time, ooh, that's really impressive to me. You know why? Because there's other people that make six figures a year that work 80 hours a week. They're called lawyers or doctors. So if you could make a hundred to $200,000 a year, and it only takes you 10 hours a week to create that income, that's way more impressive to me than a lawyer just busting his or her butt for 80 hours a week to make the same amount of money. Now, I'm not coming down on lawyers. My brother's a lawyer. I'm not coming down on doctors. I'm grateful for doctors. They're smarter than me, and I'm glad they exist. But in the business world, where you have a lot more control over your schedule, your time, the way you make money than, say, a service like a lawyer or a doctor if you're working for a hospital, even your own private practice, you have a lot more options to you as an online business owner. It makes no sense to me that online business owners work 40, 50, 60 hour weeks. That makes zero sense to me. What is interesting to me is how can I create enough income to achieve my goals, to live the life I want to live, but then also achieve the other currency that I would argue is more valuable than money, which is time. How can I have time to be with the people I love, to do the things I love, or even bare minimum of the things I need to do to be healthy, get enough sleep. We have a sleep-deprived culture. Exercise. We don't have time to exercise. And, and entrepreneurs are the worst. Uh, prepare healthy meals. We don't have time to cook healthy meals, so we eat crap that's fast or packaged or you know, processed carb-heavy. Right? Those aren't exciting things for most of us, uh, but they're necessary, baseline necessary to thrive in life. And I want time at least to do those things, but I also want time to be with my family, to, to volunteer, to travel, to do cool things. I just spent a month off. I took a month of July off with my family, no work. And three weeks of that month, we were in Puerto Rico, having fun, exploring. Some days were amazing. Some days were boring. 
Some days I was surfing. I surfed for the first time. That was pretty cool. Um, some days I was swimming under a 60-foot waterfall. Some days I was horseback riding on the beach. Some days I was in a rainforest. That all sounds exciting. Some days I was sitting on my butt with a journal and a pen in my hand, practicing silence, <laughs> and, and, and nothing really happening. But it's good for my soul. Some days I was working on a puzzle with my 10-year-old daughter. Some days I was just snuggling with my 13-year-old daughter and like asking her about her hopes and dreams and fears. That's all life, man. And, and I wouldn't have that if I were working 60, 70, 80 hours a week or even 40 hours a week, but had to work every single week. I've done 40-hour weeks and I don't want to do that anymore. 40 hours is about 30 hours too long, <laughs> in my opinion. So I'm not impressed if you make a lot of money in your business. Not impressed at all. I'm really impressed if you make good money and then you tell me how many hours does it take to create that and it's sub 20 hours a week. I'm super impressed. That to me shows that you've created systems, shows that you care enough about your life and your business that you're not just doing what makes money, you're doing what makes money and then you are whittling that thing down to an efficient system that could work with or without you. So that maybe you can go start another business or open up a nonprofit while your business funds all your, your lifestyle needs or, or travel the world or become an author or a speaker or do just nothing but volunteer work. Like there's a million things you could do with your time. That's up to you, but it's impressive when you can build that system. So for example, for me, I'm not talking about cutting off a few hours here or there. Like I have a business that takes me five hours a week to run. That's no joke. That's not an exaggeration. It takes me only five hours to run. And that was very intentional. I went from 32 hours a week and then every year I've whittled it down as a game. How low can I get it? I didn't know I could get it this low. I was excited when it got down to 20. I was excited when it got down to 10. When it was sub 10, I was like, this is amazing. Five. It's possible to get... Below five, I'd have to give up some things. So, but again, that's a fun challenge. Could I keep the same revenue and drop it down to four or three or two? That's a fun game to me. The point is do it, systematize, become efficient so that you have options. Unpopular opinion number two. Here we go. This one, people flip for some reason. Social media is not necessary to run or grow your business. I'll say it again for the people in the back. Social media is not necessary to run, start, or grow an online business. It's just not. Am I against social media? No. I, I happen to have a couple of social media accounts. I have a Twitter account, a Facebook account, an Instagram account. I am not on my Facebook account. I'm no longer on Twitter. Uh, I am occasionally on my Instagram account, but I rarely post to it, and I sometimes just check a few people that I'm following, but I have a team member that takes my content, chops it up, and posts it to Instagram. I know people like to follow me on Instagram, and it exists, but I don't spend any time. And I know it's not necessary to start, run, or grow an online business because I haven't always had social media, and I did an experiment two years ago. I took an entire year, I was gonna say a month, entire month, off of social media. I didn't post anything. I didn't see anything. I didn't interact with any DMs. I missed a year's worth of messages, DMs, everything. And my business quintupled. It quintupled. And, and why is that? Because social media has no bearing on our businesses, friends. Unless you are selling high-ticket coaching, sliding into people's DMs, which is a strategy, it's not gonna be the driver of your business. And if, and if it is, you're an exception to the rule. And I would caution you to build 
a different way to get leads because this is the scariest way to build leads is on someone else's platform, someone else's sandbox. Where I get leads and where I suggest you get leads is through search engines, namely Google and YouTube, because that's what YouTube is. YouTube is not a social media platform. No matter what people want to say, it is a search engine first. It's the world's most powerful search engine. So yes, it has social media elements. And yes, you can interact with your community there and people can subscribe and follow. But think about how I get a lead. Probably how you found me. Probably you opened Google or YouTube and you typed in something like online course, how to start an online course, or what is Kajabi, or is Kajabi good for online courses, or how to do email marketing. You typed in some question related to business or online business in a Google search bar or a YouTube search bar. And you may not remember, but this is nine times out of 10. This is how you found me. And then one of my videos came up or one of my blog posts came up and you clicked on it. That's where this all began. Then you probably got on my email list because you probably downloaded a free gift, a PDF, a video workshop, um, some kind of tool. I gave you a quiz, something for free where you had to type in your email address to get it. And now you're on my email list and then you hear about my products and then I sell my products to you. That's how the cycle goes. So Instagram could go away tomorrow. Facebook could go away tomorrow. Twitter could go away tomorrow. My leads don't dry up. Now, YouTube could go away tomorrow too. But YouTube, again, isn't a social media platform. It is such a big search engine. It's not going to go away. But if it did, this is why email lists are so important. If YouTube went away tomorrow, I still own my email list. And that's how I make money. And then we'd find a new platform for you and I to interact with. But in the meantime, I can just email you. And you can still buy my products because my products and my site are built on a Kajabi site. It's, it's my own, it's hosted. It's not, I'm not living on a platform somewhere. So you don't need social media to get started. You know how you need to get started? Making content that's searchable that people can find. You don't need social media to grow. I had some recent publicity on me and someone was just like, many people were like, there's no way this guy makes the kind of money he makes. I went to his Instagram. He only has a few thousand followers on Instagram. You know, it doesn't make any sense. And that just shows the fundamental flaw that people have when they think about online business. They think about social media following equals dollars. That's not what we're doing here. That's if you're an influencer. I'm not an influencer. I'm a business owner and I use a tool like YouTube or Google to get leads to sell my content and my products too. So no, you don't need social media. It's not necessary. That's why I'm not gonna go on TikTok. This is why I don't run ads. I don't even play the YouTube game correctly. I have long form YouTube videos, which is not really what the platform wants because my retention is not high because my videos are so darn long. Even though I get a lot of watch time, people watch for an average of 11 to 12 minutes per video, which is insane. But percentage of how long the video is, it's not quite to the sweet spot. So I'm kicking myself in the foot by having these long videos. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It still drives leads to my business. And number three... And, and this one is probably the most interesting to me. Third unpopular opinion about business that I have is that givers prosper and hoarders fail. I wanted to say givers prosper and hustlers fail, but hustling is sort of a form of hoarding, and I'll explain in a minute. Um, you want to be a giver. The only way to succeed in life, in my opinion, is to be a giver. Generosity is the bedrock of everything great. 
on planet Earth. And if you apply that to business, this is so true. You can't be a taker and be in business long. You got to be a giver. You got to give away your best content for free. That is the only way you even know that I exist. It's the only way I have customers is giving away my best content for free. You need to over-deliver, give more than people are paying for. You got to make products and services that are way more than people are paying for and even surprising over-delivers. They didn't expect. Well, how's this help me, Grant? We'll get to that in a minute. And you got to give your money away. You got to give a, a good percentage of your profits away. No, you don't have to like it's a rule or legalism, but friend, if you want to truly prosper, you got to realize all the money you make, you don't need it. I don't need all the money I make. There are organizations and people in the world who need your income. If you're an entrepreneur, especially an online business owner, you have been given one of the greatest gifts and you have one of the greatest superpowers in the world, which is the power to create wealth. Now, I don't believe that you owe anybody anything as if like giving back that implies that you took something in the first place that's not yours that you need to give back. I don't believe that. I believe if you earn something, it was earned. But as a Christian, I believe it was also given to me ultimately from God because everything belongs to God. He owns everything, okay? The Bible's clear, it's all his anyway, and, and, and he gave it to us as a gift. So the nuance that I believe is I'm a steward or I'm a manager. So yes, I go out and earn money, but I now have, with that superpower of building wealth, a hidden responsibility that no one seems to want to talk about, which is the responsibility of being a steward or a manager. When you are managing or you're responsible as a steward for someone's resources, or even the amount of money you're able to create, the wealth you're able to create, um, talk about six figures earlier at the top of this episode. If you're earning six figures, you're in the top 1% in the world of income earners, right? Um, that's a, that's a burden, a healthy, good burden to steward. You, you deserve to enjoy the fruit of your labor, but I believe you have a greater impact awaiting you if you view the resources that you have as a gift, enjoy the gift. The Bible says God gives us all things richly to enjoy, 1 Timothy 6, but also he's created us for good works. And I think all of us are created for good works, but those of us that have a lot of wealth, aka online business owners, anyone making more than $60,000 a year in your online business, you're wealthy. You have an awesome opportunity to create impact by taking some of that wealth and just freely giving it to someone else. Because there's organizations, there's charities, there's people that either are doing good work in the world and they're looking for, they're fundraising. That's the only way they can create money. They can't create money the way you and I can. So we're supposed to pair with them. They're doing great work. We're able to create money. Oh, this is an easy thing. Let's get together and we can change the world. So that's why I give a ton of money away to organizations that are doing good in the world, not just locally in my city, in my state, nationally, in my country, but worldwide. But then also there's people that they're not doing good necessarily. They, they can't help and they just need help, right? Whether it's a friend in need, whether it's like two days ago, I was going over to the grocery store outside of my office to get some uh, dish detergent to wash my dishes and there's a, there's a lot of homeless right outside my building. I walk outside, a gentleman comes up to me on a bicycle, really nice guy. He says, hey, sir, I don't want, I'm not asking for any money. I'm just hungry. Can you, can you buy me something to eat? Which is always what I do anyway when someone asks for money. I offer something to eat if they're hungry. But he, that's all he wanted. 
So his name's Bob. We went into the, there's a little restaurant inside of the grocery store. Got him a, a fresh burger made and some food. And as we're sitting down and while they're making, I got to sit down for 15 minutes, learn his life story. The guy has had a lot of health issues. He was a chef, uh, heart issues, lung issues. He was passing out all the time. So he was a liability at work. So he lost his job. He's trying to get disability. He's had heart surgery. He doesn't want to get the lung transplant. It's a hard life. He's got some family, but he prefers to live on the street because he doesn't want to burden his family. I don't know all the dynamics behind there. All that to say, in 15 minutes, I learned this guy's story, bought him some food, right? Those people need help also financially. I'm, I give money away to, to people that they aren't doing any good and they, they, don't, they can't do any good. They just need help. That's a simple, obvious example. But you as an online business owner can take that up into the thousands and tens and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's the greatest gift you could ever give. And here's the crazy thing. When you view everything you have as a gift and you're willing to share it with others, I don't think you have to. I don't think anyone's making you. I don't think the government should make us give our money away. But you should, with a willing, cheerful heart, give of your resources away. When you do that, you'll prosper. It's insane. It's the greatest paradox of the universe, the way God set it up. There's so many verses Proverbs eleven twenty four. King Solomon wrote this 3,000 years ago. One gives freely and yet grows all the richer. And another withholds what he should give, but only suffers want. This is the paradox. You got one guy, hypothetical guy, who gives freely. And yet he's somehow wealthier every time. It goes out, but it keeps coming in, right? The famous, um, super generous entrepreneur, L.G. Le Tourneau, he had a massive construction company, billions of dollars a year um, in today's dollars. He's, he's, he's long since dead now, but he's got this famous line of, he did what's called reverse tithing. He gave 90% of his income away and lived off of 10%. And he said this, and I love it. He said, every time I keep shoveling it out, God keeps shoveling it back in, but he's got a bigger shovel. <laughs> so this guy, he kept giving money out and it kept coming back in. Why? Because when you become a giver, you become a conduit of all the resources you've been given. Instead of hoarding them, it all stays with you. If you can release your grasp and give your resources, your time, your talent, your money, your content, all of these things, you create a flow. And I don't know, you know, whether you believe in God or not, like you can't ignore the reality that he set up, which is Givers prosper because you become a conduit. It flows back through you. And this is how I've grown both of my businesses, giving my best content away for free, over-delivering to my customers and clients, giving away profit in crazy amounts since day one and ever growing and just going on this crazy, scary journey of like, I could have kept all that money. That would have been really helpful, but somehow my income has grown. And it's the hoarders, the ones who are trying to, this is all mine. I deserve it. I earned it. I'm going to keep all of it. To like, you know, so I can retire early or whatever you want to do. And I'm not coming down on early retirement necessarily, but the mentality that generally leads to early retirement is fundamentally flawed and selfish. And it also, not only that, it leads you to like being a maniac and you're paranoid, make sure I have enough. And how's the market doing? And whatever it is, you're going to fail. You're going to fail because you are living in a scarcity. It's all about me mindset. And that doesn't breed growth. It doesn't breed business growth. It doesn't breed uh, personal growth. It doesn't breed relational growth. This is not a tactic as much as this is just a, a fundamental law of the universe that God has set up. Givers prosper. And so, man, if I could encourage you to do one thing in your business, it would be a giver. Be a giver in all senses of the word if you want to grow. If you don't want to grow, then keep it all for yourself, friend. 
And then add to that hustle, hustle and grind, work harder so you can make more and you can keep it all. And I can predict in a few years, you're going to be burned out or out of business. That might sound harsh, but that's what I genuinely believe. But if you're like, look, I'm going to be a giver. How can I give more today? Where, who can I give to? Big, small, doesn't matter. It's a posture of your heart. It's a lifestyle. The dollars don't matter, but you know what's sacrificial. You know what's a stretch for you. You know what's a meaningful dent in your income. That's when you know you're on the crazy ride of becoming a giver. And man, it's the best ride to be on. So those are my thoughts. Working less is more impressive than making more money. Social media is not necessary to run or grow your business and givers prosper and hoarders fail. Let me ask you, break, break it to me gently. Do you agree? Disagree? Which one? Let me know in a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. And also let me know, what do you think about this content? Do you like, do you like some of this stuff? Some of these ideas, I'm happy to unpack any more of these moving forward. A lot of this stuff is stuff I've talked about a lot, but I'd love to dive in any deeper if any of this content resonates with you. And if you want to join a community of people who are all about growing their business, but they're all about giving and encouraging and building community and not doing this thing alone, I'm going to invite you to the best community for online business owners on planet Earth. It's my six-figure coaching community. No, you don't have to earn six figures to join this community. It's for people who want to reach six figures in their business. And that's just uh, an arbitrary amount of money. This is for people who want to grow and they want to win their time back and they don't want to do it alone. They want to have community and encouragement. This, I just love this community. I've been running it for three years. Some of, some of my favorite people have come into this community making $1,000, $2,000 a month, and now are doing $10,000, $30,000 a month and working less and having way more peace and clarity about their business, teaching others, doing incredible things. My friend, this is an incredible, unique, special place. Come check it out. All the details are at grahamcochran.com slash community if you want to see what's included and and see if it's a good fit for you. There's some a Q&A there as well to make sure it's the right fit for you. Again, it's not for absolute beginners. I will say that. But if you've already launched and you've started and you're plateauing or you're alone and you're like, this is the year I want to grow, come join me. The doors close on Friday, the 19th of August, and they won't open up again until 2023 next year. So this is your last chance to join for the year. Come check us out. It's awesome. I love hanging out with people like you and we'll see you on the inside. 